I'm Jessica Lynn Verde, and this is your Sci-Fi 5, five minutes of science fiction history for February 3rd. He's the highest grossing supporting actor in film history, and for a while, owned the only known recording of a Star Wars spinoff. Actor Warwick Davis turns 52 today. Warwick Davis was born in Surrey, England, with a rare bone disorder that causes dwarfism. His career started when he was just 11 years old, after his grandmother heard about a casting call looking for actors under four feet tall to appear in Return of the Jedi. By the time his mother reached out, all of the Ewoks had been cast, but the producers reconsidered and brought him in. Davis, like any kid at that age, was a huge Star Wars fan and threw himself into the role, so much so that even George Lucas noticed. When Kenny Baker, who played R2-D2, fell ill with food poisoning, Lucas picked Davis to take over his role as the lead Ewok. Lucas wrote the title character of Willow with Davis in mind, giving him his first chance to act on screen without a mask. The film wasn't a big box office hit in the U.S., but built a strong following internationally after it was released on video. Davis will be reprising that role in a Disney Plus revival series coming out later this year. Davis went on to star in the Leprechaun horror franchise and in multiple roles in the Harry Potter series. Between these roles and his appearance in nearly every Star Wars movie since Jedi, his films have brought in more than $14 billion worldwide. This makes him the highest grossing supporting actor in the history of film and the ninth highest grossing actor of all time, bringing in more than Chris Evans or The Rock. He also plays the lead in a Star Wars story that has yet to be officially released. Learn more after this. Hi, I'm Josh. I'm Mel. I'm Wendy, and we're the hosts of a new science show called Shabam. And that's Todd. Todd used to be a listener, but now he's a zombie. Wait, they can't understand you. Okay, I'll translate. Just hold on. Todd wants everyone to know that in the first season of Shabam, we launch a zombie apocalypse, separating three kids, Elliot, Nadine, and Owen, from their parents. Whatever that was, it's not Mrs. Krasinski. Elliot, pick up the pace. He's getting closer. Yes, this action. Move. I drive, please. I'm driving. And narrow escapes. Go right. No, no left. But there's more to it. We talk about all kinds of stuff, like pizza, water, the wheel, cholera, digital encoding, bats and rats, brain traps. And we feature stories from history. The greatest human adventure story of all time. The midnight ride of Paul Revere. Yes, and of course we talk to experts. Neuroscientists. Food historian. Postdoctoral researcher. Senior geographer at the National Museum of the American Indian. Plus we have original songs. I'm infected. He's infected. I'm infected. I know, that one's Todd's favorite. And as you might be thinking, how does all of this fit into a science show about a zombie apocalypse? Well, each episode tackles a different aspect. He's not giving anything away, dude. Chill out. Yeah, I'm not going to translate that. You're just going to have to listen to find out. Shabam is a new show that'll blow your mind. And you should listen before Todd eats us. It's a joke. We'll cut that part out. No one's trying to make you look bad on the trailer, okay? Shabam! Not many fans know that there was a second film shot on the set of Return of the Jedi. Davis also starred in Return of the Ewok, a mockumentary directed by David Tomlin and shot mostly during lunch breaks and on weekends. In the 24-minute film, a young Warwick Davis goes out into the world in search of fame and fortune. Warwick initially considers gigs as the Chelsea Football Club's goalie and as David Prowse's personal trainer before settling on acting. 
The short film is obviously a labor of love for Davis, Tomlin, and the rest of the cast, and was funded by George Lucas himself. However, it was never officially released. The only 16mm print is believed to be lost, and for a while, the only known recording was Davis's own VHS tape. In 1999, Lucasfilm made a copy, and clips have since appeared as bonus footage and online. The full film has been screened at Star Wars Celebration, and the only publicly available full versions of the film are unauthorized bootlegs of these screenings. But who knows? Maybe Disney will release them as a birthday present to Warwick. Hint, hint. This has been 5 Minutes of Science Fiction History, your daily Sci-Fi 5 for February 3rd. Sci-Fi 5 is produced by Roddenberry Entertainment. This is a Roddenberry Podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.rottenberry.com.